You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod. Isn't that just a table? Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine. It's the quad pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWald, Luke Straub, and Frank Sumrall. So, we're back. And I just want to open this episode by saying I am not, I am of the type that will admit that I am wrong. I know it's very rare, but mm-hmm. I will admit that I'm wrong, right? Yeah, Mike's sitting over there just like, huh? What? Huh? <laughs> but I will admit that I am wrong from time to time if I'm, if I'm shown that I'm wrong. And this applies on Twitter, too. If you're going to come at me on Twitter, just don't miss. And this guy, this bot, I don't know, maybe it is, I'm not even... I, you can go onto my Twitter. I'll plug my own Twitter at Jeff the Intern. There you go. That's how it's done, boys. But and and take a look at the interaction that I had with this guy last night. But he responded to Ryan Day, Ohio State head coach, about Ryan Day saying like, "Oh, we want to know why can't they play?" And he says, "Agreed." And I'm going to say this much, coach. Maybe just maybe we should say screw the Big Ten and send our program out there to contend against anyone and everyone. Ohio State versus the world. I said. They do this and they lose that Big Ten network money, which I promise you is a big deal to the program and how it operates. Think harder next time. Capitalized big just felt like Big Ten because I thought I was being witty, right? <laughs> and he goes, oh, he says, and can set up our own arrangements. Notre Dame and University of Texas had done so. Maybe you can think even harder and research this next, or before you tell someone to think harder next time. To which I responded, Notre Dame is an independent that teamed up with the ACC based off of prior quasi-conference rules and to keep the money from their NBC TV deal. And Texas has the Longhorn Network, which is a branch off of ESPN IMG. You can look this up. This is all factual information. OSU needs to work something out with the Big Ten and Fox. So I said, think even harder next time, big dog. <laughs> just because, you know, to stir the pot. He goes, your argument intern because again my pod which I thought I thought was pretty funny actually I'm not gonna lie like I, I have Jeff the intern in my social handles because I started as an intern man it's you know it's called remembering where you came from he goes your argument intern actually is agreeing with my contention that OSU should consider gaining its own network which can easily do with IMG via its Cleveland offices Notre Dame didn't just didn't need the ACC to keep its decades-long money deal neither would you of Texas you're confused of which I sent him a screenshot basically outlining, outlining why Notre Dame is joining the ACC and how they normally have their scheduling agreement with five to six opponents. But this way, the ACC and Notre Dame also agreed to equally share TV revenue, including Notre Dame's deal with NBC, among the 15 schools. So that means everybody's getting more money because it ain't just Notre Dame that's getting the NBC money. They're getting a piece of that ACC money too. Yes, they're giving up a piece of their NBC money, but they're also getting a bigger... It's a, you're getting more money that way. This guy... I don't. I, and I was like, I'm not sure where you're getting the information, but K, actually, the Big 12 ain't even boycotting, so the Longhorn Network isn't even affected. So throw the Longhorn Network out because that doesn't matter anymore. I said your OSU IMG theory falls apart because OSU is telling you there's more money in the Big Ten Network than going solo because it's all about revenue. And he says, considering from I. <laughs> Considering that I get my info straight from IMG Cleveland, you know, one of their main headquarters, I'd say it's good, reliable intel, not Wikipedia, IMG Cleveland. Coffee, 
with an onion bagel light on the locks, please. Which I thought was rich because it's like you're trying to treat me like I'm an intern to go get him his bagel order, uh, right? Oh, that's, that's, this guy. It, this guy. It, after it took a second. That's a burn. But, but what I laughed oh, at was the bona fide, throwing the bona fide in my face that he gets the information straight from IMG Cleveland, the headquarters. Like I can't just Google that information myself. Like, no, because uh, you're an intern. You don't that's have access. Privy, it's only private information for this boy. Your, your computer's blocked from that. So then <laughs> what I said was this response provided nothing useful. Onion and locks. So your breast stinks about as much as your thought process. Like, I can't look up the IMG info. Where's Where's your answer on why they haven't split then? Why hasn't IMG done it? Because OSU won't make as much money. Again, think harder in all caps. I like that you just oh. stuck with the intern thing. And you're like, yeah, well, your big order sucks. Yeah, that, that was good. <laughs> what am I going to say? Like, all right, that's cool. You made a cute little joke about my screen, my, my hand. I'll get it for you, but terrible <laughs> Once you start, Once you start attacking, you know what they say. Once you start attacking, you know, personal appearance and stuff like that, like, you know, you've lost the argument. So it was like, I wasn't raising my voice, dude. I was just hitting you with factual information. Like, these, these if this school thought that they could make more money having their own TV networks, all the schools would do it. But it's there's more money that's lucrative in being in these uh, in these college football networks, you know. And then of course I, I was tripping because I, I, I once I realized I was like, why am I arguing about the Big Twelve when the Big Twelve? Or, yeah, the Big Twelve is still playing. That one didn't make any sense. So hand up, that's my bad. But hey, you mate, when you're wrong sometimes. Okay. I was wrong on that part. But overall, hello, like if you're gonna get, if you're gonna come at me on Twitter again, I'll admit what I'm wrong if I'm wrong. Show way, me I'm wrong. Way to represent the uh, the quad pod. Not on just the throw Twitter out battle. bona fides that you get your information quasi faster because I have to Google it, whereas you could read like a press release or something that's printed on your local mailbox. Like I don't care. Like congrats. <laughs> and as the bagel connoisseur on the podcast, uh, locks, nah, no go. So if bad you're going choice. onion bagel with locks, with locks, bro. That's a heavy bagel. Hope bad. you brush your teeth. <laughs> bad choice confirmed. Floss it too. Floss your teeth. Ugh. All right. I will stick up for locks, though. Hey, you like locks? I do. You're a big locks guy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is 9-11. I don't want to throw that out, you know, throw that away that we're recording on 9-11. It, dude, side note, there's a lot of prospects now that are coming up through the sporting ranks that were born after 9-11. Like, these boys have no idea what it was. They didn't live through it, which is wild to think about that we're getting that old already wow. that fast. Right? Like, Ouch. <laughs> anyway, the opening of the Houston Kansas City game. We'll talk about we'll talk about Houston Kansas City here in a second, but I just want to talk about the opening. That was great that the NFL did their moment of unity, to which I asked them, now what? Now what are we gonna do? Because it's all it's it's a bunch of, you know, like for lack of a better I mean, way of describing it, like the white noise of gestures. Like you know, like it's cool to paint the end the back of the end zone, say end racism. You know, but the real change is going to come when owners like Jerry Jones realize, hey, two thirds of my fan base are, are is minority. You know, think about how many how many black and Latino cowboy fans are out there across the nation. That's factual information. That's a lot. I, I can't be <laughs> mad at them doing something, but it felt reactionary. It did compared and to it, the NBA, where it feels like they're working more together towards it. Well, that's because the NBA has Black Lives Matter on the court, and so I bring this up and I say this because of the Cowboys. Like Jerry already Jera went out there and tried to one up the system a couple years ago when they took that knee of solidarity before. Mm-hmm the anthem well nothing is going to change when you have fans booing booing the moment of unity and screaming out trump 2020 using that which i mean again that's fine if that's who you want to vote for that's whatever i'm not going to tell you that you're voting wrong now were they booing the texans team or were they booing their own team because there was a chief that was kneeling 
Uh, well, oh, a, chief, a chief kneeled, there was at least knelt one, during the anthem. Yeah. The Texans remained in the in Were the, they booing him? I don't know. But, the, but then, but then the Texans remained in in the locker room for the anthem, which yes. I don't mind because I don't need to virtue signal my patriotism. Like that's fine. You know, I pay taxes. I vote. I, I support the military, right? I just want to make sure that if someone's going to get arrested, they don't have to take seven shots in the back before you know before they're <laughs> before they're fair. being apprehended, right? So. It, it, it to me and I saw these tweets which were the most the, the craziest takeaway to boo during the moment of unity right shows that it was never about the flag or the anthem it was always about yeah. you saying that you can't protest or you, you need you can't protest racism no matter where when or how right and and then Jeff Darlington put out an interesting tweet which I was just like damn this is good I wonder if the same people cheering for Mahomes' touchdown pass are the same people who booed the pregame moment of unity. Because what you're saying is, hey, leave that shit at the door. You, I don't care that you might that you might take a couple rounds, you know, getting out of your car, or that you're going to get profiled for driving your expensive car because you're a black man. Right now, it's entertain me, right, and entertain me the way I say how and do it the way I see fit, which is it doesn't work like that. And on 9/11, a day, let me let me bring this full tilt now. On 9-11, a day where America loves to, to virtue signal itself its patriotism and, and swaddle itself in the American flag and say, look at what can bring us together. What are we doing booing during a fucking moment of unity? The no, day before yeah. 9-11. What does that say? What does that say about you? What does that say about you as a person? Are you doing it to troll? Okay, that's fine. If you're going to do it to troll, we'll figure that out. But you got people who are out there with legit hate in their heart at other Americans who are trying to say, hey, I'm looking out for, I'm trying to look out for other Americans because that's the most patriotic thing you could do because that's what people did on 9-11 when they ran into the, the, the collapsing towers. Or I saw another stupid tweet today that said, uh, remember who ran into the towers today? That was policemen, not, not NFL players. Like, oh yeah, the NFL <laughs> players were supposed to stop, go run into the towers. Also, by virtue signaling for the police, you also singled out all the firefighters that ran in there and, and saved people. Paramedics. So, congratulations, idiot. It's just, it's it's so obvious to this point. To now where it's, I don't, actually take that back from what I said 45 seconds ago. It's not okay if you're trolling. You're either, you either are about this or you're, you're about the divisiveness and the racism. And last night, booing the moment of unity. So I commend the NFL. I, I hope it keeps going. But what are we going to do go, moving past this? That's all I have. That's, that was my question. Well, I think that, that tweet that you mentioned, Jeff, who was that that tweeted that about? Darlington. I think he got to the root of it. I think for whatever people's reasons are, and they have many views on social justice issues, I think at the end of the day, they really just don't want any of it in their in their football game. And um, we can agree or disagree with that. I think that in America, we can kind of do what we want and, and all of that. But I think that's really, it's just as simple as that. They just don't want it in there. It's just, they're, they're a walking conundrum because then you're telling people how to protest, which at its core is not a protest. And that's also very oppressive that you're not letting people exercise their God-given ability to stand up for something that they think is wrong. No, it's true. And that, that's why I think that the protests have a great um, potential to, to move, to shift uh, social inequality because it really is a, a bell ringer. I mean, you got these people that don't want anything in their game and they're getting everything that they don't want and they have no choice but to address it if, if it keeps going. And you mentioned, where do we go from here? Did you guys see about the, what the Dolphins are planning to do? No. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, released like that. a hype video. No, no, no. They're just boycotting everything altogether. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they see the NFL's gesture is futile and, and useless. Dwell. They're just staying in the locker room. Yeah. Yep. I, I just thought it's, in, in general, it's sort of just, it's a weird reaction to have to 
to to boo what in itself yeah. is sort of I mean it's a gesture but in in the grand scheme it's a fairly generic not mm-hmm. somewhat empty gesture Are, is it putting you at physical harm me yeah no oh, okay is it putting the play, is it putting the players at physical harm no. Oh, okay. So no, it seems that, that, like it's a relatively peaceful gesture yeah. that it's just like if you can clench your cheeks and count to five, it'll be over before you're done if it's really bothering you that much. It really bothers them that much. It's incredible. But I it, don't it just, get it. It just I does. Don't get it. You know, it just does. There's a large segment of the population. And may I just say that that may be why we're in this political mess. There's, if I may digress a little bit, is because there's a lot of people that don't want that don't pay attention to it don't want to pay attention to it they just want to see people hit each other and that's where that's where it's all coming from it's rooted in that they don't want to have anything to do with it well Luke to that to that I say that's a uh, lack of intelligence and I don't know how they made it that far or made it this far I hear you but they're going to need all the help that they can get moving forward well we all are and I want to transition also awkwardly to reactions of of the game. Do you have a do you have a better segue? What do you fellas think? <laughs> well, how ironic that you have. Okay, you want to talk about this? How many black? Do you have a how better many, segue? How many black starting quarterbacks are there in the NFL? Like Jeez. a half. No. Okay. Well, it's a grow. I'm saying they're growing. Six. How about this? Who are the top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now? How many of them are black? I'd three. Say three. Russell Wilson, Lamar. Oh, that's four. Oh, who were you thinking? Of? Lamar, Deshaun. Uh, wait. Russell Wilson, Lamar, Deshaun, Pat Mahomes is half. Yeah. And then right. you have um, the Obama equation. Yes. Yep. So yep. I'm saying you have four four of your top top quarterbacks in the NFL right now are black, and you're gonna go out there and tell and tell and these and tell these guys that they should the not. Who's the best running back? That's a good question. C Mac. He's white. We're all playing role reversal. Oh, it's awesome. Okay. Well, and welcome anyway, to 2020. Anyway, Incredible. He'll, he'll only, these boys will be in the league for way longer than Christian McCaffrey is. So I'm saying, let them let them protest and say what they need to say and and affect the change in their community and hold the ownership and and the fan base accountable. And if you don't like it, find a different sport. And if all the sports are doing it, what does that say about you? Huh? I've got I've got an idea. Best find a new hobby. As as when any, anyone boozed any kind of pregame ceremony, just put Christian McCaffrey's face on the jumbotron. <laughs> it's hashtag Patriot points, man. They want their hashtag Patriot points. Yes, yeah, segue to the NFL game. What did you guys think about uh, Chiefs Texans? I thought it went just about as I thought it was going to go. Texans thoroughly overmatched by a clearly just. I mean Kansas City. I, so one of my friends texts me, he's a Raider fan, Cousin John. He mm. says, uh, Kansas City's going back-to-back. And I was just like, that's a gross overestimation or, you know, um, uh, but or overreaction. But I totally see where you're coming from. They uh, just yeah. looked so good. I've got a real issue with Pat Mahomes, guys. I've got a serious bone to pick with this what? guy. He's in his division. Oh, He is way too entertaining to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it. It's awful. He, the kid is great. Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you see his energy in this game? Hmm. To be completely honest, I was doing a lot of flipping around. There were so many sports on last night. I was he, OD, dude. I needed a cigarette so, for what, what I went through. <laughs> he was so relaxed. He was. There was I no agree. pass rush. Like, J.J. Watt was doing his best, but he couldn't get oh. there. Mahomes, a couple step drops. Yeah. Really just kind of just chilling in his pocket, and then he was throwing these little quick darts. And then, of course... Um, the rookie CEH. Oh, we got to figure out. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. We got to figure out a better way to say his name. First off, he's twenty one. Edwards Hilaire. I didn't know yeah, we were still. I didn't know we were still making Clydes. So, <laughs> and that's that's a good question. There are certain names that just get antiquated and just kind of tossed out there, you know. Otherwise, otherwise, chicks would be walking around named Gertrude right now, and they're not. So, there's names that just kind of cycle in and out, and I'm just surprised that Clyde is one of those that's kind of remained. Because, can you name another famous Clyde besides Clyde Drexler? I'll wait. Clyde Drexler. Oh, you said that. I did. No. There's, there's another 
There's another uh, basketball player named Clyde. Yeah, uh, Walt Clyde Frazier. Yeah, thank but you. It a, but it was a nickname. Yeah, um, weirdly. Yeah. Doesn't count. It's Clyde Frazier, though, it. man. I won't allow it. Anyway. Clyde the Glide. So, no, that's my bad. Yeah. I understand your your concern, level of concern, Luke. So, watching <laughs> that game last night, does that just kind of, you, you, you kind of have to resort to, yeah, we're, we're a wild card team. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> as, a, as a competitor, a former competitor, <laughs> you yeah, know, no, you can't. You, no, comp- that never dies. That never dies. That's right. You know, a lot can happen in a season. Like, look at these guys. Like, Tom Brady is the best quarterback we ever saw. He won six. It's like the most incredible, uh, you know, uh, feat for a quarterback. And you're not going to win it every year. You know, it's hard to go back to back. So while, of course, every team in the AFC West is fighting for second place, there's no time to give up and throw up your hands. That's for certain. Yeah, I never bet on back to backs. But. Yeah. Chiefs looked really good. They look good. They, they're at, they're at a great start for that quest. Man. Um, unfortunate for Deshaun Watson, who's fresh off of his forty million dollar a year contract. And bro, he had a rough night. Did last you night. see? He had the most impressive negative two yard runs <laughs> I have I, yeah. seen I saw, since Matt Forte. Yeah, I saw a couple. I saw one at least. This <laughs> guy was breaking three tackles in the backfield. And just swerving around and running on the sidelines and diving forward and getting hit. And then, like, you would see, like, oh, he maybe gained a couple. Oh, he lost two. Yeah. Oh. That's what Houston is right now. I still think Houston's going to be good. Um, I'm a little worried that Bill O'Brien put all his chips on the table for that trade for DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. And he's shout just out to DeAndre run. Hopkins for that team petty tweet afterwards. Very petty. Yeah, and he's just going to run David Johnson to the ground to prove that, hey, I got 1,500 yards out of this guy. I know what I'm doing. <sighs> he's not going to have to run him too far. So I'm a little worried about that. 1,500 yards on 1,400 carries. I was going to say, if David Johnson can, <laughs> yeah, can survive that. Yeah. He had a good game. He had 100 <laughs> yards. He had a touchdown. What did, what did Clyde finish with? He had 100 rushing yards and a touchdown. Oh. Um, oh. Something else I want to mention about the and, game. Give he my, yeah, he had a little ahead. more game-breaking play. That's the thing. He looked David great. Johnson. I'm like looking at him, Frank. I'm like, is he as good as Josh Jacobs? I don't know. Yet. He's close. I like to say Josh Jacobs has that year of experience. One game of we'll w- w- after one game. Yeah, I'll, I'll one up you. Yeah, he's better. Woo! He's well, better. One. Hold on, hold what on. Do, it's baby. the Chiefs. No. All right. He, they. Oh my, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Undefeated. Never lost. Hold on. Yep. Nope. It's he over. Very good. Houston's defense isn't much, and all they were running were inside zones in the shotguns. I Let's just think that's such a ridiculous down. thing to start speculating. There's, a, there's been one game in the NFL season, and we're already. Is he? Is he better than this running back? Running like, backs are so fun to scout. Yes, but and Luke, you got to give me a bigger sample size here, bud. Come on. No, no, I'm calling it. He, he's he's really it's good. It's the Houston Texans. I'd hope Josh Jacobs would be able to do the same thing. Against there is the no Texans. doubt. I hey, hope Mark, James Conner would be able to do Mark it down, guys. Yeah. I, I am not a big take guy, but this is an easy call. That's a cold take. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is hella good. No. Like, he's um, really good. I mean, like... Uh, He's he's good. We know this common yeah. knowledge. Like everybody's all the all the experts and pundits are are fanning are fawning sure, over this sure. guy. And they have, I, they I, I wasn't I wasn't before personally. Oh, okay. So well, you're a believer now. Well, there are two tiers of running backs. There's the running backs that have a really nice cup of coffee for a couple of years yep, and then yep. leave. Like Devontae Freeman's one of those guys now. And yep. the white ones. And then <laughs> very nice the C Max um, <laughs> uh, or whoever New England's running. Um, but then there's the, the there's the lifetime guys. Like Adrian Pearson can still be productive. Right, you have to have the Saquon, Zeke. They're going to be productive for ten years. You have to have the physical ability to to stay on the field. That that's what Mike's makes for a great running back. I don't no know doubt. if this guy's there yet, but you will not. have a cup of coffee in the league for a couple of years. Well, 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 well. 
Frank, you actually go ahead and this is your thing. Take it away. So last week we did the AFC predictions right before the Chiefs-Texans, which went about it as well as expected. Now we're going to do the NFC predictions and who will take on the uh, NFC playoffs. Well, let's start with the NFC East, the weakest, lamest division of course. out there. Let's get that one out is of the way. Is that consensus? Do we have consensus of everybody in the group if, I, in the group that or in the quad that, that the NFC East is the weakest of all football divisions? I think they're that, all lame because I'm an AFC guy. Maybe the AFC South. <laughs> I throw in there too is like a potentially weak. I have a bias towards the AFC South because of Colts and yeah. and I mean there are the I mean the Texans meh okay and the Titans were respectable. So the NFC East, yeah, get them out of here. But let's go. Um, NFC East winners. Does anyone on the Dallas hype? No, it's, it's a two it's a two horse race. It's a show and prove for me with Dallas. I'm, I'm going to go with the devil that I yeah. do know and say that I'm going to go Philadelphia. I'm I'm all I'm in on Philly. Yeah, I'm a Philly oh. guy in the NFC East. I got them boys. Luke's got the Cowboys. Tell us about that. What you got, do you see? What you can got, they do differently? Uh, <laughs> they've got a lot of skill up front on the it's offensive like, line. Are you really watching yourself on the TV right now? They've I'm got these analyzing got, these standings. <laughs> they've got Ezekiel Elliott looking for a comeback year. Dak, same situation. Zeke was good last year. Uh, are we going to acknowledge the fact that that is we, an aging Cowboys offensive line? Like it is not oh, the it's same. Bad it's too. not the same offensive line that people were like, "Oh, it's one of the best in the league." That they got protecting Dak and helping out Zeke. Like it's a good offensive no, line, but I don't think it's the best anymore. Okay, how about this? I feel pretty good that their quarterback's going to make it through the whole season. Fair enough. Oh, Fair okay, enough. Okay, I, I rock okay. with that. Yeah. Hey, but who? Um, Josh McCown. Is on the uh, practice oh, squad yeah. for the Eagles. No doubt. Gets paid $12,000 a week to stay in Texas. Ace in the hole. Meanwhile, Kaepernick doesn't have a job at this whatever. No, we don't. <laughs> what? Uh, no. How, about, how about the... Sorry uh, for pooping on that right there. Nobody has Washington? I mean, come on. No, get out of here. All right, I think the defense is actually going to be pretty good. Uh, yeah. Now that they got, what is that, Chase Young on the, on the D-line. It's amazing how one guy could check up the D-line. But it's, well, they have it's another. Gonna, they have another interesting prospect. It's going to help. So, but the offense is going to be absolutely abysmal. Hel- Lord help DeAndre Haskins. And again, I know, I know Alex Smith is on the active roster, but I hope to God he I'm doesn't see the field. Kind of hoping it. I'm He'll die. Kind of holding out you're, that Haskins sign- is going to be okay. You're signing off on Alex Smith's death wish. <laughs> I don't feel good about anybody wearing a Washington uniform going out there and playing quarterback for them. Rough. I. I'm kind of holding out some hope. And I actually think the Giants are going to be interesting. I think Giants are going to have like the Arizona Cardinals energy of just like, I'm going to try to mess up someone's season. Interesting. Or that is going to be the Cowboys the or Giants the Giants have nothing to look forward to. They're going to, what is the over under on them? Like five wins? What record wins this division? Eight and eight? Uh, oh, oh no. it's eight. A bitch, uh, what is it? A perennial nine and seven always wins this division. Mm. That's all you have to do in the NFC East is win nine games. And then the Eagles media. Eagles can get 10. And then because okay. the Cowboys media, do not get Because more than the nine. media is centered there. In, in, you know, and of course, uh, nobody, everybody loves to talk about the Cowboys. You got the Giants in Ooh. New York right there. You got Philly right there. And then, of course, uh, Washington, too. So they just get about all the big news outlets are centered in the NFC East hubs. So Definitely. they always get all this love this and attention is going to be, for the most overhyped division in football. This is going to be the most Dallas season ever. Super overhyped, a lot of flashy toys, but they have a weak defense, a coach that was on this couch last year, and a lame offensive line to the point where they're going to be 8-8. Eight eight. Oh, you know what? That's Despite a, all the toys of Zeke and CeeDee Lamb. And all I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip that and say that the new coach is a reason they might do better, but I do I do get the concern. Yeah, not with no training camps. Come on now, think about that. That's fair. Yeah. All right, still, all right. Man, so we're all Eagles except Luke. Let's go to the North. NFC North. Yeah. The North. The North division. The North, there it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Isn't that what uh, Berman Chris would call it? Chris Berman, Norris. the, the North division. division. That's right. I'm going to take the Chicago... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take... 
the Minnesota Vikings because I'm not sure what Green Bay is going to be doing on offense. And a sleeper pick would be somehow, some way, because it's 2020, the Detroit Lions. What? Sneaker team, huh? right? Hmm. What? Oh. Yeah, the Detroit Lions are my sneaker team, my, my sleeper team for this division, but I'm going to pick the Vikings. No, I like that you said sneaker team because we're just going to get stepped on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Their third <laughs> overall pick is a corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, no, I like that. You have some courage in your conviction. What do you guys get to say? The Packers because of Aaron Rodgers? Like, no. no I that's no, what I'm, I'm doing. Going, I'm that's going Vikings. I think the Vikings are such a complete team despite Kirk Cousins at, at quarterback. It's one of the best rosters. And he's going to be playing in empty stadiums. I think Kirk Cousins might actually be really good because oh. he's playing in empty stadiums. You're saying playoff Kirk? I mean, uh, primetime Kirk? No, no. We might not see primetime Kirk until somehow psychologically something happens in the playoffs when the Vikings end up making it. But I'm he saying beat Drew Brees. Okay. In OT. Stop it. He beat Drew Brees. <laughs> in OT. Drew Brees. Drew Brees had a good team. Drew Brees is our Lord and Savior. Still don't talk about him. Okay. Stop like that. He's yours, not Football mine. Football Messiah. No, he's everybody's. Um, False. Definitely not his teammates. <laughs> oh, snap. I forgot about that part. Oh, yeah. damn. Bringing it back. I still hear a report that they're not all on board with him right now. Bring but we'll see. Uh, you're going to go to the Packers, who had a very quiet 13-3 and year, Luke. Why yeah, Packers? You know, I am going with the generic uh, point of view that Jeff pointed out. And uh, you know what? Anytime I can uh, bet... Stephen I'll, A. Smith, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. I was, I was watching Aaron Rodgers way back in the day in college. And <laughs> since he's, he's old as dirt, and no, I can still... Him since Butte. <laughs> and, I could, and I actually played against Butte College one time. Uh, but but um, if I can bet on Aaron Rodgers one more time, one more time, I'm going to roll the dice on my guy Aaron Rodgers. The guy's a stud. And, yes, it is only based on him. And, and that nice running back they got. He's on my fantasy team. They had such a lousy draft. I don't want to reward them. So, yeah. going Vikings. Vikings got a solid roster. I'm worried who about Dalvin Cook Who was the healthy. second round draft pick for the Packers? Because they went, they went Jordan oh, Love they in the first Jordan round, Love. but they went running oh. back in the second round, didn't they? They went with someone. Can we, can we check? They're changing the, they got like Adam Jones is who I was referring to. Aaron Jones is the running Aaron back. Jones. Yeah. Close enough, Luke. And I'll he scored 19 Appreciate touchdowns. Can you do that again? Yeah, probably probably not. not. No way. A.J. Dillon? Yeah, that's right. Oh. Interesting. Got more help from my guy, A-Rod. Yeah, not, the running not, back out of Boston College. And they also lot. went tight end out of Cincinnati. They went oh, linebacker yeah. in Minnesota. They, went, back guard, they went John Runyon, a guard, a guard out of Michigan. So, and then a, a center out of Oregon. Another guard, like... <laughs> And then a safety. So they're bumping up the defense. Like, they're not going to – I don't think they're going to be bad. No. But I just think that the Vikings are a more complete team. They have all the pieces there. That's a good roster. Gardner Minshew's going to have a better oh, statistical okay. season than Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Now that's a take, Luke. <laughs> We're throwing it in there. Well, you know, he's going to have to uh, He's gonna have to compete with Aaron Rodgers' mustache first. So Minshew. Just... Whoa. <laughs> Minshew man has got to beat already. Wow. That's a take right. and a half. <laughs> Let's hop to the south. Oh, Southside okay. living. Wait, did Dewald pick somebody from from the North? I, I have Vikings. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, Vikings. I, I, I think uh, I think the Packers underperformed this year. I could see they make playoffs. It could happen. No, with seven oh, playoffs, Dewald's take. Sorry, I don't think so. Oh, no, I'm telling you, doors open for the Detroit. Right. The, the 49ers absolutely neutered them last year, Dang. and I think oh, that I think that weighed on Aaron Rodgers. I think it weighed on the team a lot. So Niners neutered the entire AS, or NFC North. <laughs> the Niners? Yeah. yeah oh, your favorite team. we see some fires up on the TV. This could be Dewald's Australia <laughs> Mike TV hit. Cut to Dewald. Oh my goodness. Here we go. What was that like? Being in the fires? Yeah, that's, well, yeah it looks yeah. hot. Because they're going to report. They're going to trust you. Like They're going to come to you like you're reporting live from the middle of the fire. Well, I, I felt bad because 
they were like systematically going through each one and they're like, so Butte County, what do you know? What's the latest? Uh. Yeah, right. I should yeah, look that. at that. If oh, you man, take off explosion. the E. What? Whoa. We don't have fireballs in California. What's that? This that may a, have been clips of Australia. I was going to say, this is reckless in Australia. <laughs> the, way, the, the, the liberties they're taking there. They're just blowing. Yeah, Wait, no, that's what, definitely what Australia. That? That's Australia, man. That looks like, oh, okay. oh, it looks like the Middle yeah, East. It does look like the desert. <laughs> My goodness. We don't have anything like that here in America, do we? Well, Death Valley. Close. No, we don't. Yep. Oh, sorry. Uh, cutting room floor. Sorry, DeWold. No, no. They'll bring it back, and they'll introduce him like okay. Mike DeWold. Yeah. From um, Santa Rosa. Canada. As we wait oh, for no. DeWald to hit the TV, we, we can talk the South. Okay, I'm going to say the New Orleans Saints. Just because, and I, under, okay, so I understand that everybody's going to be high up on the, on, the, on the Bucks because of Tom Brady, but again, no camp, and I understand that he's been sneaking around these workouts with his guys, but... I, the Saints are the Saints are still the king of that division. I think we can rule out the Panthers. Nothing. I don't expect anything from the Panthers. Yeah, the Falcons little, yeah. could be good because they have like what eight first rounders over a course of like seven drafts now on their team. Because I ever, have to check, but I think every starting offensive player is a first rounder. Yes. So wow. Atlanta on paper should be good, but I'm saying when it comes to execution, it's going to be the Saints. Matt Ryan won't throw a touchdown to Julio Jones. It happens. Oh man. <laughs> I'm just, you know, but that's right. Even saying. though he's 6'4. Plus, I'm a Drew Brees guy, so I got to ride with Drew Brees. Um, I'm a little worried about the Saints. There's just a lot of noise and not the good noise. So, obviously, Drew Brees had his thing. We don't have to go into that. What are the chances, um, like, first snap of the season, the offensive line is just like, ole? Oh, no. <laughs> they just fall. Um, Alvin Kamara made a lot of noise. I think he's going to be happy soon. There was this weird trade for Jadavian Clowney that seemed really desperate. They got Jameis in there. I'm not into this all this noise they got going on. There's something weird with the roster that they're not happy with. If Drew Brees gets hurt, who do we think they go to? Jameis, or do they think they go to the Taysom Hill? I think they'll go to Jameis and use okay. Taysom Hill like they do already. Right now, Taysom Hill's listed as the second. Oof. Oh. So in a game, they would go to Taysom, but okay. he's out for multiple weeks. I think Jameis gets in. Yeah, that sounds about right. Dwalt, who you going with? Oh, easily the Saints. Okay. I think Tampa squeezes into a playoff spot. Tampa. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I'll expect take the Saints. much. I'll take the Saints. I, I, I see an implosion, but I'll take the Saints. Yeah, mark me down for the Saints, too, all right. guys. All right, we're all going a lukewarm pick. Consensus on the Saints. <laughs> it works. With the Bucks probably making it there. Well, you know, we got into that argument about wildcard teams in the AFC last week. All right, last one, the NFC West. The toughest one. No, not really. I mean, like, it's going to be the most competitive, I think. But ultimately, I mean, and I played the role of the Niner hater last year on a, on various other podcasts that I, would, that I did and, and I was on. And I'm just, I'm not about it this year, dude. They're really good. <laughs> the Niners are good. I'm not saying they're good enough to win a Super Bowl because the Ravens and Chiefs still exist. And then, of course, my Steeler pride won't let me say that, you know, won't, never say die there. But uh, the Niners, nothing to mess with. I don't think the Rams are going to be nearly as good as people are hyping them up to be. The Seahawks are still a problem. The Cardinals are only going to get better. I don't think so, the Rams are getting hyped. I No, the Rams are catching some Everyone's hype down on them. They're, I'm they're, up on them. They're down. I think that what people are saying is, is that like the Rams, the Rams have a potential to be like that last wild card spot, but they're not going to contend for the division at all. And I think that's going to be something like where I think the Cardinals might be like, we might look at the Cardinals after like six or seven weeks and be like, yo, they have a shot at winning the division before they hit a rough patch. Ultimately, water always finds its level. I'm going to say it's going to come down to San Francisco, Seattle, like it did last year, edge to San Francisco because of coaching, personnel, ski, just everything. Like they're really good. 
I have so many Niners on my fantasy team this year. I went all in. And for that, they're going to suck. Who no. could you take? Mostert, Kittle, their defense. This okay. is a completely 180-degree uh, change Absolute from Jeff. Absolute from last year, dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm done playing that Skip Bayless character, speaking of which we don't have to talk oh. about him. But, yeah, so, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just done playing the troll with the Niners. I'm going to find I, a different team this year after week one. Am I the in-house Niner hater? Must be. You might, yeah, you might be. <laughs> I, I'm kind of I'm kind of off on them now. I don't like their offense. I'm, I care for you. It's not going to turn out well. I think Richard Sherman... He's awesome, but man, he's getting old now. There's that cliff is coming up. Buckner is gone. I think their defense falls a little bit. Nick Bosa still be great. I know he's favored to win Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. I have some similar feelings. As I think Frank they're does. like a ten-win team. I think a division's open for Seattle. I'm, I, I just I I'm, want to I'm go best quarterback. I'm going Seattle. I'm giving Seattle right. the top. I would say Seattle gets a top-ranked wild card spot okay. or whatever that is, you know the non-divisional. And I'm be five. ready for the Rams. They trim the fat. Trim the fat. No more Todd Gurley. No more Cooks. Is there anything more LA than trimming the fat? <laughs> they went good. vegan. They toned up. They, they, they toned up. And uh, they got the new stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They might. They might go back to a 12 and four ball club if things fall their way. I, I still think that's a good team, and I still like Sean McVay. Obviously, he was tested last year. I'm ready for him to bounce back. I'm a little higher on the Rams too. I I, I agree with Frank's points. But yeah, I'm going. I'm going Seahawks, and it's look a really uh, good, really good looking division. Obviously, I think the Cardinals even are going to be fun to watch, of course, with Kyler Murray. So, but yeah, I guess I like I got them Seahawks. And Cliff Kingsbury scheming up right, plays in his Luke, cocaine house. Will allegedly the <laughs> right. trade for Adams work for Seattle? Because usually these big signings Seattle does just oh the safety. Yeah, that's, Adams, yeah, yeah, that's gonna help. What, what, what do they? What do they get? Uh, Clowney didn't do much. Remember Jimmy Graham? <laughs> you know, it's weird. Oh. Like, is, is, is the I was safety? Like, was so good with Jimmy Graham. Yeah, me too. The safety's like, uh, I don't know how long, how far this goes back, but suddenly one of the most impactful positions in the NFL. You know, I think that that could work out for the Seahawks. You know, I hope. lots yeah. of nickel being played. Them, but we'll see how he does. He's really good. Yeah. Dewald, what you got? Cardinals. I was gonna go Niners. And I'm a little worried about their receivers. They, they're really bad. They're mm. not great. They're, they're really they're a bad. Power, they're a power run team, yeah, though. But yeah. you got to throw some point. Kittle. I, uh, Kittle's when, great. I, He's the best tight end. They're going to take three Sorry, guys Kelsey. to guard Kittle. That's got to open up one wide receiver. When we started this segment, I was going to say 49ers now changed. I think Seattle wins the division. Hey. Wow. What a, teal, what a heel turn. <laughs> <laughs> what it do, baby? Uh, All right, so who are division winners that we have, Frank? Real quick, recap. So by consensus, we have Seattle, we have New Orleans, we have Vikings, we have Eagles. Okay, couple, so then couple I think, I think wild card teams we can look at are like Tampa Bay, okay. Seattle. Okay. Well, Seattle's already in for us. You want to say SF? Oh, excuse me. San Francisco. Well, you guys are consensus Seattle. That's fine. All right. One, then you get two, at least two teams out of the West in, in, the, wild, or in the playoffs. One SF, of them is going to be the wild Tampa. card. Give me one more. And I, that's where I'd argue Detroit. Detroit's Not, got the possibility. I wrote you down as a Detroit wild card. Uh, no, maybe maybe the Cowboys. You throw the Cowboys. The maybe throw team. the Cowboys in there at the last minute. No. Yeah, no, no. That that's I that mean, would be. Uh, I Dallas, would agree with that. Dallas would be more more feasible than Detroit, but I'd say either one of them could make it. I don't think I'm not buying the Dallas side, man. I like so I like you two, have Detroit yeah. going over Green Bay. I said sleeper team. They could be good. I just you know they could. I'm I'm saying don't be. No, I'm not putting any money down on the Detroit Lions. But all I'm saying is I will be the first one to be like I told you. I told you they were gonna be good if they are. So mind that. We're pretty much there. I'll say for my last one, it's gonna be the Rams. I like the Rams. I like the Rams. How about you? Give me your one crazy team. Crazy team. Gonna go Falcons. 
Not so crazy, honestly. But they I like could. it. Yeah. They could. You they could, could put it this way. You could have said worse, to which I would have said, stop smoking crack, sir. <laughs> like the bears. That would be a crack-worthy nah, comment. That would just kick you off the podcast because you don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's why I didn't say it. Oh, oh, there you go. I like it here. Oh, my goodness, fellas. All right. Dude, I'm telling you, whenever you bring up politics, you guys go for 20, 25 minutes. I do. I do. <laughs> it's no it's, you gotta, have you not learned that yet? All right. Yeah. And so, you have multiple political topics. I did. I did. Yep. I did. <laughs> so I want like, to yeah. keep that in almost. Mike, give us an update on the NHL bubble. The Dallas Stars. That is the only series that matters to me. That's been a fun series. Yeah? That is, that is pre-COVID level hockey. Should I just be putting everything on the stars? No. Okay. <laughs> Only sentimentally. Okay. Uh, I would like to see the stars win. I don't have faith that they'll win, but uh, high, uh, highly entertaining series. Don't you dare put money on Vegas. Friday, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, two, almost 2.30 in the afternoon. What's the series sitting at right now? It is 2-1 Dallas. After an overtime thriller that lasted 30 seconds. 2-1 Dallas, but I shouldn't bet on them. Okay. Eastern Conference finals we have the islanders versus the lightning uh i fell asleep while you introduced that series okay. that's how much oh, I, was I, say, I, heard, I heard i heard new york the islanders play a very defensive style like to where like they'll they're like to equate it to basketball they're like a half court team like the like the san antonio spurs mm-hmm. whereas like so you the, just pick the most boring team the li- yeah. no 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 i'm just saying the lightning <laughs> the lightning are like the rockets or the warriors where they're just like boom 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 we're going to fly around and we're going to we're going to score we're going to shoot like that's that's the that's as far as my hockey analysis will go on those yeah, two they, teams they, they put up 8 in their first game you have so. contrasting styles like if it was a fight if it was a boxing fight it'd be how many wild. how many styles can you name in hockey mm-hmm. i don't know you got two say hockey you got two. What's another way you can play hockey? Uh, fast and defensive. What fast and loose. I think that's it. Yeah. It's like medium. Maybe medium. Like, yeah, halfway. A hybrid. Medium rare. There we go. They put on some other chick before you, Dewald? Oh, she's live from Melbourne, though. That's why. Oh. Got to get the local right. talent. Make it more believable. Yeah. How about the international fame? Let's, yeah. Let's go. All right. And then, uh, so that was talking hockey. <laughs> right, right. Thank you. Dewalt, who do you think is going to be in the Stanley Cup final? Whoever comes out of the West. There you go. Well, that's that, obviously whoever comes out now, of the Woody, West. Now, Woody, can you that's, name the teams in the West? That's one per, That's one, one half of the— of Chicago. The, so you're going, to say, you're going to say it's probably Vegas versus Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, yeah. Vegas is going? He said Vegas. He said who comes ever, whoever comes out of the Vegas West, but he said don't bet on Dallas. He said team. don't bet on Dallas. I mean, you can't bet on Dallas, but don't bet on Vegas. Do and all, I don't understand what that oh, means. Oh, just— I, as a Sharks fan, I'm not allowed to say anything nice about Vegas ever. So, damn, it's like the, that. Okay, what is up with the beef with yeah. the, with the Vegas and, and Sharks fans? What? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, I, I need enlightenment as well. How, How much care? time do we have? Not enough. Not not not, yeah, not much. Did you not watch Game Seven last year? Goes back to well, that's that. I know just Vegas right, plays dirty and the expansion. For ever hockey. since Vegas got put in the league, what was that? Two years ago, or was that? Yeah, two years ago. Ever since they got put in the league, dude, there's instant rivalry with San Jose. Hmm. I mean, it, it, there was always sort of a, a, a kind of a fun, natural rivalry. Mm-hmm. But then to have one of the best playoff series of all time, one of the best playoff games of all time, so much controversy surrounding it. Wow. Uh, Vegas fans can't accept that their team can't stop a power play. And Pavelski yeah. Y'all laugh died. at me, Pavelski but our died. audience is really happy I asked this question. <laughs> now <laughs> we have I'm context. Yeah. <laughs> but then the weirdest part is the Sharks 
fire their coach midseason and Vegas hires them. And yeah, okay. what? That, it's very weird, dude. I'm telling you, man. Hatfields yeah. and McCoys. Yeah, like right, that, I'm not gonna uh, lie, I'm kind of on the Vegas side of this. Hatfield McCoys <laughs> of hockey, even though the rivalry's only been around. It reminds for what, me of the like late years? '90s Jags when they became an expansion team and just started retiring Hall of Fame quarterbacks oh, each no. and every playoff game. Well, they tried to retire Elway, but he came back. First, no, they did. Well, no, they beat him, but then Elway came oh, back. Oh, you're right, you're right. They retired Jim Kelly. Yep. And Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. It's only go home. That was a good, yeah, that was a good team. For as much as hockey has changed over the years, it's one of the few rivalries left fueled by... Like, I know it's kind of cliche where they're like, these two teams don't like each other, but it's one of the few <laughs> cases where it's literally two teams that don't like each other. I don't know if that's like a cliche. This is a statement. Okay. You see the other <laughs> logo and you just see blood. I might watch... Ho- okay. I'll, yeah. I'll cut it down. I'll, I'll down. cut it down. Yeah. Go something, Vegas. Something to wet the beak there, huh? With <laughs> yes. Nah, but dude, I'm, I'm cheering for the stars, bro. Yeah, forget please. Vegas, dude. Please do. Forget Vegas. If you're up the bay, yeah, go to Dallas. All right, <laughs> let's switch over, switch over. Another awkward transition, NBA bubble. Boy, the Miami Heat have a very good chance of winning this championship. I just want to throw that out there. And mm. it's helping that the Boston-Toronto series is going seven games. Of course, game seven is going to tip off shortly once we're done recording, so there's no point in really talking about that. I do want to point out that Rockets done. Stick a fork in them. It's a it's a one two three Cancun game tomorrow, yeah. and even tonight. What is it three? Is it two one in the in the three Clippers one. Clippers yeah, series? Clippers one. series ending tonight too. Clippers is up in an hour. So we got two. Oh, they're happening first, and then we're yeah. saving Boston Toronto for prime time. That's very smart. Good job NBA. Honestly, because who the hell wants to watch the Clippers versus the Nuggets in prime time? How many games have you watched of that series? Of the Clippers Nuggets. Two. Same. I've watched two. And I've, I've checked out the last two And I'll two be games. completely honest, they have been intermittent. I have not sat yeah. there for continuous stretches and watched them like where I've watched, you know, the East where I'm scouting, you know, who the Heat are going to be playing because, you know, Heat Wagon. So. Did you watch Game 6? Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Who, of who? Game 6 was Boston, nuts. Toronto. I fell asleep during it, so not a big deal. It's whatever. I, I caught the, I I caught the second overtime. Nuts, That's it? I woke up in OT, but I'd also gambled on the Celtics, so once I saw that they weren't going to cover, I got very mad and walked away, so that's my, my Incredible game. But, but well, it probably made you guys mad. Anyway, Battle of LA coming out the West. Who do we think has it? Uh, I, I'm sticking with my Lakers pick. Ooh. I think the one thing about the Clippers that annoys me is Dewalt just dismissively nods his head. Yeah, <laughs> there's this whole the Lakers have it. There's this whole Clippers flip a switch. About time you do it. I mean, they still don't look great. They don't. Like the I Nuggets are check giving out. them a fight. And the Nugget, and that just shows you how thoroughly outclassed the Nuggets are that they're giving them a fight and still down three one. You could argue yeah. the Rockets are giving the Lakers a fight. But the Rockets should. The Rockets are a much better team. They have stretches where the Lakers look very incapable of playing any defense. But the but, Rockets do that to everyone. If you oh, watch okay. Rockets games, they just do that to everyone. I'm, I mean, like, like Kawhi and Paul George can't do that. We'll see which playoff P we get. If you get the playoff P where you need to consult a doctor because it's not performing, or right. you get the prime time playoff P. I'm just looking forward to which seeing. Which one do you think is going to show up? That's the that's the no, question. I don't know. Is it, it really a question? No, it's going to be George Paul is going to show Paul, up. Right. George Paul. Oh, you know who's going to be Where's better? Ringo? Rajon Rondo's going to outplay him. Oh wow! Dude, Rondo's Another looking, take. Wow. Rondo, He's already outplaying Westbrook. Rondo flipped a series against. That's Rockets. nothing to write home about. Okay, Russell Westbrook, very explosive, but we've seen that that type of game is aging very poorly in today's NBA. So I'm not even worried. I mean, good on. Russell Westbrook, that you're still able to perform at that high level, but when it comes down to brass tacks, that that type of and that style of game can no longer 
can no longer really hang around. It's not going to have longevity in, in today's league is what I'm getting at. Um, just for me, I like the continuity of the Lakers. I think they're hitting their stride. They feel like they were at the end of the season before the bubble. Clippers, they're just so hot and cold. Continuity's got to have a lot Lou to Williams do with it. doesn't show up. Lou Williams drops 20. Montrezl Harrell gets yeah. three rebounds. Then he has a double-double. I'll let Luke and Frank sing Kumbaya while I will say Clippers. Yeah, I mean, heat. they're the favorites. Clippers, That's a safe pick. Heat, Heat in seven. Bye, bye. Now, where were you betting on that? What do you mean? Going into the playoffs. Absolutely not. Heat Clippers was 40 to 1. I thought Heat would make it to the second round and then probably bow out, but I well actually no, I take that back because they were lined up to get play against the Bucks. So this is probably right and I in and listening to the Miami Base podcast that I do and, and stuff like that. Mm. Like, what's well, the Levitar show? Oh. But um I'd say that I wouldn't be surprised if they get if they get stumped in the conference finals, but if they win the conference finals, oh boy, I'm gonna be that heat culture and telling you if, I'm the, I'm if the anybody opposite. didn't catch that that was a snorting sound effect give I'm going to be uh, snorting heat culture give me in the, the NBA man. finals baby I'm the opposite I'm all in on them in the Eastern Conference finals and then the finals happen oh, and I okay. get worried nah, if they make it to the finals I'm officially a believer that's but what's going on I think I think it's I think it's theirs. I, I'm all in now. Give me the Celtics. I'm going there. Yeah. Give me the Celtics. I mean, well, they got to get by today. Why? Yeah. Why Boston? Oh, the better roster. Better to win players. the championship? No, just to come out of the East. Oh, okay. If they, if they can, you know, win today. Give me obviously. Boston Eastern Conference Finals, but then does no. Gordon Hayward come back? Oh, they might not even need him. Yeah, that's. I, I was they they've needed him this series. Yeah. I think this Luke, series is Luke over. Beat me too. I mean, I don't know if they need him. He can only help you. You you'd figure. I don't know. Um. Kemba Walker looks scared. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not not to disrespect Kemba Walker. Sure. He doesn't look good in the playoffs. Tatum's really struggling, and you're going to put Jimmy Butler on him, and Jimmy Butler's just going to just sun him. And this like is what kind of this is what kind of fascinates me about the whole playoffs, guys. Is Frank mentioned continuity? Like a lot of these teams are throwing new pieces together, and whichever team can coalesce the best, the quickest, I think is going to have the best shot. And for me, in the playoffs, it's Miami and L.A. Yeah. that have been the most That's consistent. True. That's true. Even though for Miami, you get a random guy scoring 20. Yeah. Duncan Robinson will go one for three from three and score three points, and then he'll drop 22 the next game. Tighten it like a sweater. All right. So, uh, not to brag, but I will. Just go ahead. Yeah. I, was on a, I was on a bender. Gambling wise, it oh. was it was awful, right? Like I, I I mean I couldn't hit water if I fell out of a boat, right? Couldn't catch a break, couldn't catch a cold. <laughs> if you'd come up and coughed COVID right in my face, I probably couldn't have caught it because I was just so cold and so off with the gambling. But then last night happened, and baby, I don't want to dwell on it too much because it already happened, and you know, I mean, it's like bragging about your bets, like bragging about your fantasy team. But anyway, I think <laughs> so we're catch- I Good. think we're catching heat here. And Frank, you said you were going to join in on Danny this. Danny Dimes is on my fantasy bench, and he's going to score 20 a game. Okay. I'm not <laughs> exactly sure where that was coming from. Sorry, you're saying brag about fantasy. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not. No, don't brag about fantasy. We're going to talk about parlays, baby. And while basketball is dwindling down, so you can't really parlay that anymore, we do have week one of the NFL football season that snuck up on us here, fellas. So, Frank... I'm- Yes. What are some lines or some games that are interesting to you? Because I'll tell you right now, the biggest spreads of the week are the Browns giving seven and a half points to the 
Bengals, and you have the Buccaneers giving. I said Buccaneers there with a B. They are giving eight points to the Panthers. All right. Um, let me throw out oh, a couple oh, your oh. way as the gambler. Oh no, that's week two. Sorry, did I scroll down too far? I may have scrolled down too far. Yep, I did. That was that was a week two matchup. My bad. I take that back. Who do you think is gonna be the worst team in the league? Whoever I oh. said, whatever game I said last, they don't play till next week. So take that back. <laughs> Oh, Colts are giving eight to the Jags. So there you go. Jags are just going to be given eight every week. Do you think the Jags are going to be the worst team? Oh, 100%. Then take the Colts over because Vegas always over-adjusts on bad teams like four weeks into the season. Okay. So you're saying the over-under on this? eventually, if you think the Jags are going to be the worst team. 45 points on the over-under on this game. If you think the Jags are going to be the worst team, they're going to have a difference of 12 instead of eight by week four. Patriots minus seven. Would you take the Dolphins there with a touchdown? No. no. I would not either. Nope. What about the Bills giving seven to because the Jets? Because we know, we know the Miami storyline. The They're not going to play well with Fitzpatrick, even mm-hmm. though he was cool last year, but he's going to have a cold start, and then two is going to come in in like a month or six weeks. Okay. Give me the Jets on that one. I'll take the points. The one that has me nervous, Steelers giving six to the Giants on Monday Night Football. And while Ooh. I do not... While I do not think that the Giants pose a threat it is week one so anything can happen in week one and it's prime time Mike Tomlin I think he's only lost one game in prime time but still it always makes me nervous it always makes me nervous and that um, was the one prime time game was the one where Mason Rudolph got bumped over the head so if you want some analytics even though that one's not a division game the underdog in division games for week one covered the spread two out of three times yeah, no, see, I yeah. just I told you, bro. So I, I think I you're right on the Jets pick. I just I'm big gave on you some advanced analytics yeah. on, on primetime Steelers, bro. So take with that what you want. But well, this, uh, the I think I'll I, take uh, the Giants in that one. Really? Wow. Well, how, I don't think the Giants that? are going to be too bad. It's weird seeing Washington football and team. And I think Big Ben's coming up Six there. Six points, Luke. All crusty. Oh, yeah. It's going to take him right. a bit. Yeah, see, I'm tired of that, but that's cool. He's just going to go out there and show and prove. Everybody wants to talk about how old, crusty, and fat Big Ben's going to be. All right, let him get out there. Let him get out there and toss around four touchdowns, and all of a sudden everybody will be singing a different tune. Actually, they won't because they'll say, oh, it was the New York Giants. So well, That's but, not me because I actually think the Giants are... Let him, let him throw four touchdown passes and see what happens. Let I dare you. Oh, you want to know an easy bet? What? Lions two and a half over the Bears. I got him at three right here. So that's a difference okay. with who we're looking at. But well, no, we'll think, just use that. I'm just you pulling think so, up right? Because money line, money line, the Bears are only plus one ten. So Vegas is showing that that's kind of a, almost a push there. And the Lions are just getting your st- so three points. Just so everybody's clear for our audience that might not be keen to it. Let's Frank like to point it out with the hockey talk. Three points is your standard home field. That's Vegas just giving it to you because you're the home team. Yep. Is three points. So if it's if you see a line that's like, for example, the Minnesota Vikings versus the Packers, the Vikings are giving two and a half points. So field goal wins you that game. So that shows you how close they are. I also like to look at money lines to see how indicative they are. That's minus one thirty for the Lions, plus one ten for the Bears. That they, Vegas thinks that's going to be a close game. Hmm. Okay. You don't think so? No. Okay. You know and why? I, I, the Lions are my sleeper team, too, so I don't I know why a, I'm doing that to them. Yeah, I have a, I have a, you just like to, you, know, you want to combat my picks for you. That's fine. I like to contradict myself. Um, what it do, baby? That's good. <laughs> How many quarterbacks are you willingly going to bet against? All of them. If you have Minshew uh, on it's the a Jaguars, team game, baby. I think Minshew is Woo! a competent quarterback. It's going to be so great. Bet- he just doesn't have the pieces around It's going to be awesome betting against Trubisky. Yo, I, I see where you're going to make so much money on that. I see where you're going. Really and fun. then they're going to get a great quarterback. You have and then to go. You're gonna, that's one less shitty quarterback to bet against. No, go specialty picks though with Trubisky. Like go over under passing yards and just hammer the under on his passing yards and like, over on his turnovers. Even the Bengals who won two games have Burrow, who could be great. Oh, could I'm be. excited about that. Like he could, could be, be great. Yeah, could be. Uh, Luke, what we got? 
Las Vegas. Oh yeah, they're they're uh, on the road. On the road, they're giving three points right. against the Panthers. So Vegas leads me to believe that the Panthers were not were not believers in them. Yeah, I think that the general consensus is that the Raiders are going to be able to do their thing on offense, and the par- the Panthers' offense is a wild card because they have the uh, coordinator from LSU last year that ripped it up with Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. but he's got Teddy Bridgewater, who's more of like a game manager, and the defense is completely new, so. Uh, I think just the known quantity with the Las Vegas gave them the the favorite. Can you the favorite stop role. Christian McCaffrey? Watch the Raiders only win by one point. I'm sorry, <laughs> did I say that into the microphone? They're, they're gonna. In order to stop Christian McCaffrey, it's not gonna be the defense is gonna have trouble with that. I mean, it's gonna have to be a, a team effort, ball control, and all that. Because I don't think so, Frank. How many teams have worse offensive personnel than the Raiders? Oh well, it depends on you know what if you want to include the offensive line or not. Uh, yeah, we might as well. Now, I, I wasn't think, really thinking of them, but we might as well. Right, because, I mean, of course, the Raiders have two rookie receivers. That's a big problem. That's a huge red flag, I, I mean, for any team. The right. Jets are worse. The Skins. Oh, I'm sorry, Washington football team. I think if you take Carr, the running back, the fullback, and the line, and especially with how much the Raiders plan to use them, I think that bumps their offense up quite a bit, especially when you look at the, the numbers, which are like, you know, that Carr put up last year, mm-hmm. even though it's Derek Carr and we all know how divisive he is. I think I still think the Raiders offense, Frank, and they, they averaged 5.9 yards uh, a snap last year. That's what I'm talking about. We're all in on Josh Jacobs, best so, running back in the AFC. Well, so, so I think, except I think, for that guy named Clyde. I think the offense is pretty competent, but they're not going to be able to stop. Stop contradicting yourself. <laughs> Clyde Edwards-Heller, he's the best running back in the league. It's a, um, actually, could be the greatest running back of all time. Of all time. Of all time. You know, he's, he's off to a great start. He is. With those six or 16 inside he's zone on, carries. He's, he's on incredible. Pa- he's on pace to be the greatest running back of all time. You guys see Coleccio Assembly last night? I, I told you he was good. He's on pace. I do like that guy. To be the greatest assembly like of all time. Animal. All right, Frank, yeah. let's, let's fill out this uh, betting ticket. I want five games right now that we're going to link a parlay together. We've got to agree on. So are we st- we're going you, – you say Lions minus gotta go three. Lions. Lions minus three. You've got to go against Trubisky most of the season. All right. Uh, Ravens, Browns. Ravens given seven and a half points at home. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know about that. Remember, game, the Browns, as bad as good year defense, they had, good defense. beat the Ravens last year. Decent defense. Uh, Vikings, Packers, I'm staying away from that because that game is too close. You know which one I love? Which one? Tennessee over Denver. Oh, that's and weird. Denver's my sleeper team. What's the spread on that? Way down here uh, on Tennessee bottom. by two? Oh, for I, me? Have, Maybe I have three different. here. Three. So. Still All take right. it. Anyway, we go. Don't hate it. Colts, Jags. Colts minus eight? Uh, or you want to do like it. Or you, over under 45? Jaguars are going to be the worst team, do it. Mm. I, I like, I, give me the points on that. I don't even care. Just you, you want Jacksonville plus yeah. eight? Give me the eight points. Write that down in your ticket. I ain't taking I got another one for you that's really good. <laughs> okay. Take the Rams against yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. They get, how many points again? The Rams are three. Uh, yeah, Cowboys are favored by three. And the Rams are getting three points, yeah. And I think the yeah. Rams are going to win straight up. Mm. I could, I'd like that bet too. Interesting. Good. Okay. So we'll throw that. The only two that I have down on the bet sheet right now are Rams plus three and... Lions minus three. I didn't, you guys haven't sold me on the other ones. What's even the, the even the Colts Jags. What's the spread on Cardinals Niners? Uh, ooh, almost read, misread that. Seven points for the Niners. I'm, I might take cards for that. Really? Division game touchdown. It might be close. Right. Kyler Murray might just pop okay. off. They've had all this time to work on it. Chargers Bengals. Chargers given three on the road. Oh uh, boy, that's a steer clear, bro. I really want to take the I Bengals. Do. So do I. Yeah. So do I. So bad. I'll do it if you nah, do I it. I won't do it. I won't do it. I'll do it anyway. What, what about the, uh, I'll go alone. What, what about the Vikings, guys? Put your money where your mouth is a little bit, huh? You got the, oh, the, yeah, the Packers. I said that's too close of a spread. 
I would take that. I mean, d- d- and played by Frank's. What I heard earlier, it's, division, I think it's a division game. So the Vikings might division win that outright. Games are a little scary. They are. He's a little scared. He's a little intimidating. I'm going to take the Bills minus seven against the Jets, even though that's a division game. I just think the Bills are superior against you the have Jets. One and they could win. Give me the Jets. The Seahawks and Falcons. Two and a half? No. And the Falcons getting done dirty. I mean, the Seahawks getting done dirty, having to drop, travel across country like that. So are the Chargers, in all honesty. So, all right. So I got three. I'm kind of sick of the travel stuff. I need stuff. two more games. Convince me of these games right now. I'm not sold on the Tennessee Bucs. I think bon- we touched every single game. We did. We did. And I'm still not. I'm, oh. I mean, I'm going to take, take Philly over Washington. Yeah. That's Philly minus six on the road. I'm still going to take it. And then to wrap up this sheet, whew, I mean. Patriots minus seven. I don't know. They're all they're good. Uh, top defensive players are sitting out right now. Remember, Vegas is in midseason form. Mike, they, just name a team right now, and I'll bet that game. Just throw out a random team. <laughs> we already have the Bills. Uh, no, just pick it. Uh, Colts. Oh, oh, you sob. All right, so I am going to take the Colts minus eight then. Uh, Vegas is in midseason form. They picked the score of last night's game to fifty three and a half, and it was fifty four. Oh wow! <laughs> so they Those are They're, ready oh, to go. He's ready to take that's your money. Scary too. Yeah, I don't oh. know if I like and that, that is week one. COVID, no practice. They pulled that out of their ass, and it was perfect. <laughs> so that is. I hate I them. <laughs> I don't remember sitting that at the background of my computer. Interesting. Is this something cool? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a Can cool you little, share with the group? Cool little rock formation. I don't know where it is, but no. I updated my operating soft operating system and it changed the background on that interesting lineup. Anyway, so that's the bets <laughs> right there. All right. If you want to make thousands of dollars, follow this blindly. Yes. That's right. Bet everything you have. Your entire, your all your student loans, your tuition, wager, wager your Bet your student life. loans. Bet your life on it. Double or nothing on the student loans if Bang. you want to put your money where Talk your mouth is. Talk to your school and say, I'll bet Bye. you Bye. my student loans <laughs> over a couple of these Sunday so games. think about it. Schools are hurting, so I bet you they'd take that bet and they'd just be like, yes, yes, You're, you're really, it. You're really taking the Colts yeah. in seven points? <laughs> <laughs> you're giving me seven? When Gardner Minshew? Eight, eight, actually. Did you know Chark was a pro bowler? <laughs> Chark. All right, time for another edition of Movie Reviews. Thus far, we've gone over the hour limit, so we're just going to keep going. Anyway, um, I'll make this quick. So, I watched a movie called Paddleton. It is a 2019 American comedy drama film directed by Alex Lehman. The film stars Mark Duplass and Ray Romano. Is this the one about the teddy bear? No. And if you know Mark Duplass, or that name sounds familiar, he is from The League. And then, of course, you know Ray Romano. Um, it's interesting. So, uh, basically, Mark Duplass. I made it ten minutes into this movie, but I highly, re- I highly recommend it, dude. I'm, t- I'm tired, bro. I get tired during the week. But I go back and I finish these movies over the weekend. All right. But then you never talk about them. Drunk again. Parents was a good movie. I mean, you know, what do you want me to say? That was last, that was last week's review or last, last movie review that we did. Anyway, so Mark Duplass gets hit with a cancer diagnosis and Ray Romano is basically there to cheer him up and get him through it. Exactly what I would not want if I had cancer. So I get to a point where they're kind of playing this weird like paddle ball game off a wall. They have these like rackets and they play with a rubber ball and they try to get this ball to bounce off the wall and land in an oil drum. What is that called? Oh, it's 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 like squash. Squash. They're playing out. I guess they're playing squash outside, but they're trying to get the ball to land in this oil drum. Anyway, that's the part where I fell asleep. So maybe it's not even ten minutes in, but it was a. But it's dude, it's a jam packed ten minutes, and then I fell asleep. But I highly recommend this movie. Uh, it's a good poster. Um, this was up for an award. It says a comedy of dramatic proportions. 
It was nominated for best special makeup effects. Mm. I didn't know you could have special makeup effects. I would just like to say that the film holds an 80% approval on Rotten Tomatoes with wow. an average rating of 7.24 out of 10 based on 37 reviews. But that doesn't matter to you. Nope. And it says, critical consensus reads, it takes time coming together, but the quietly effective Paddleton pulls off a tricky tonal balancing act thanks largely to the strength of its well-chosen leads, which is Mark Duplass and Ray Romano. I don't care what they say. I want to hear what you say. Tell me about those first 10 minutes. It's a good movie, dude. It starts off with Ray Romano being like, or he, so Mark Duplass gets told that he's, that he's got like some tumor in him. They're going to go see an oncologist. And he's like, that's a cancer doctor. And so Ray Romano's just kind of standing there. And it's a bunch of like dark funny, which is, you know, kind of messed up. But I appreciate that stuff too. And he goes, so let me see if I can get you to answer this in a yes or no question. And he just looks at the, he just looks at the, the nurse and just goes, is what he has incurable? Hmm. And so she just kind of goes, well, it goes into like this, you know, program doctor's view of just mm-hmm. being like, you know, I'm trying to be optimistic about it. Blah, blah, blah. They riff a couple more jokes in the, in the, in the waiting room. And then it shows him walking or, you know, in the, in the doctor's office, it shows him walking down the street, going to grab a bite to eat or something like that. And then the racquetball scene happens and I fell asleep. So sounds, from the, sounds hilarious. From the 10 minutes I've seen <laughs> thus far, dude, I'm telling you, they did like a three minute montage of these guys playing squash or racquetball or whatever it is. Like I'm, I'm all about this movie and it's only, it's only like 90 <laughs> minutes long too. Yeah. So if, if you got time, I definitely suggest checking it out. It, uh, it came out at Sundance last year, February 1st, 29 or 2019, excuse me. Yeah. 89 minutes long. So it's not even 90 minutes. I definitely, this is a finish it for sure. I'll be back and I'll, I'm going to go back and, and watch Paddleton. I recommend that you guys check it out. Too. I, I, I checked the teddy bear movie. I was thinking of was Paddington. Oh, Paddington Bear. Oh, I was grief. wrong. Well, Dwald, we tried, man. We hung on for as long as we could, and we tried to see if you were going to pop up on this on this Australian TV show. What's the news network called? ABC. Really? Oh, Not no, our ABC. I think I've heard of I them. see. I see like a weird. I don't. I don't so see the ABC in that like logo a, there. Yeah. Silicon Valley logo. Like it looks Australia. like a, a, a. What is that? A, hel- a hexagram, a helogram, or whatever the DNA strand is it's called. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. show apparently goes to 11 a.m. Australia time. So. I'm just going to sit here. Oh, so it's their morning news. It's their morning. It's their right, Saturday right. morning news. They are, they are upside down right now. <laughs> if I don't say, like, there's a guy that looks like Brad Stevens. Yeah, but I don't, I, think they, I, don't think they, I don't think they get that. I, I don't think they get that. I was promised to wool. <laughs> I don't think they get that reference at all. Anyway, all right. They're, do they're a big basketball place. They probably do. The NBL? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. National okay. Basketball League? Yep. Yep, which Australia also loves their basketball. coincidentally, what the uh, I mean, come on, they have to watch Ben Simmons, and he always loses to Brad Stevens. Oh. There you go. <laughs> which is, they have to watch. Which ben is Simmons. coincidentally what the um, high school league around here is called is the NBL. So that would always be confusing Ooh. when I go to Google that stuff and I was covering high school football, and they'd be like, "Oh, like, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm getting the Dungaroo Hawks." Yeah, it's just like, damn, I, you know, sorry, the mate. Dungaroo Hawks. It's not a, it's not a real team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Outbackers, and it's just like, oh, okay, boy. I've been watching some of the names pop up here. They have a team that's just called Richmond versus the Cats, just and the team is called the Cats. Like Australia doesn't play by any real rules. Like, well, that's true in their politics and in their sports. Anything, bro? Could boss. you imagine? I thoroughly enjoyed the cricket highlights. Oh, oh, I, that's a sport the, I need the, to, at the to wall learn how to understand. Are we doing cricket talk? Nope. <laughs> Nope. Just putting no, we can't even do hockey talk correctly. We're not doing cricket talk. I think we're doing hockey talk correctly. That was cricket talk. What it do, baby? All right, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Try not to hurt anybody. Cats. Yeah, there you go. Richmond beats the Cats by 26 Tom points. Tom Lynch got injured. I feel like Australian is more of like a just a dirty Brit, right? Like a well, It's like a dirty Cogni, and that's a dirty Britain. Oh.
Dirty whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be back. 